Hello, and welcome to Astral Express Chat, a Honkai Star Rail podcast. This is your host, Brant, and I'm joined by my co-host, Zane. Hello, welcome back to another episode. Yeah, that's right, episode six, we're going in, and yeah... Um, what are we talking about today, Zane? Well, there was a new banner that just dropped, Brant. Your, uh, favorite five-star ever. Oh, yeah, that's right. Some would say. Yeah. Some would say one that I've pulled a record amount of zero for. That's right. I will not be pulling for Kafka. You know, it's understandable. She's not for everyone, but you're allowed- and you're allowed to be wrong. Well, Because she actually is for everyone, but you know. I feel like she's got too niche of a kit, but we'll discuss that. And um, also, I wanted to briefly mention a poll I put up last week about whether or not people were pulling for Kafka. And we had two people say they were and three people say they weren't. So it does seem a little more divided than usual because I feel like when we asked about Luocha's banner, it was more lopsided towards people saying yes. And this is the first time that knows are winning. Well, to be fair, like you said, she has a more niche kit, right? I mean, mm-hmm. so when especially when you're comparing to Locha, who is like the most meta healer out there. Yeah. And like just any team he's on, well, he just instantly value. makes it a million yeah. times better. Kafka only works if you're running her with certain units. Yes. Yeah. She's niche. Now she's phenomenal with those certain units and she makes these units go from kind of okay to like broken Mm -hmm. and the future for what characters they could release that have kits that could work well with her right there's definitely potential right the sky's the limit but uh she does require very specific teammates and very specific dps units right so she's definitely a little bit more limited in that regard but pulling her unlocks like a whole new type of team that you're able to run, it right? Because the team yeah. doesn't necessarily work well without her. It definitely works better with her. Yeah, she amplifies dot teams like tenfold yeah. with what she does. And so. before we discuss Kafka in great detail, let's talk about your pulls. Because ah, yes. I don't even know yet. I'm yeah. I'm sure you have the character. I do have the character. I knew it. Okay. Yeah. I'm just wondering so, how much it took. <laughs> so I do have Kafka. Yes. Um, so I started with 15 pulls into pity. Okay. And then you got one. Uh, no, that was what I started with before I started pulling. Oh. So I started okay. and I had done. Oh, you fif- already had. 15 I was 15 into mm-hmm. pity. Okay. So I do 20 pulls. Yes. And I get a Branya. Oh, oh! Okay. So I now have E one Branya, which That's is good. really broken. Um, I then proceed to do one ten pull after and pull a Kafka. Uh, oh, yeah. So uh, and thirty pulls, two five stars. Is I uh, cannot say I have that luck. <laughs> uh, I don't normally have that luck. I I failed to get blade by the way, and I did pull consistently. I got to about sixty five pity and nothing. Yes, and no but it does stars. mean hopefully inhibitor lumens coming home for you, right? Well, we'll see, because I don't know how good either of the five stars coming in the next Yeah, I mean... I will keep my eye open. It's like with everything, right? You take it with a grain of salt. Assuming the stats are good, I'm more interested in because I'm thinking about swapping out QQ on a team for him. Because then you could run basically mono imaginary. So so roll of mono imaginary. Yeah. Yeah. 
all the mono teams require Silver Wolf. Yeah. So, to be fair, you're never running just straight mono unless a yeah. very specific fight allows it. Right, but so. that is, at the moment, who I'm planning on pulling for. But we'll see what this other character ends up being as well. Yes. Um, I, I'm more excited for the other character, if we're yes. being honest here. I feel like you would be because it's Quantum. Yeah, and I am a Quantum fan (laughs) (laughs) i'm a diehard quantum fan so uh the fact that she completes mono quantum is uh well her and her counterpart complete mono quantum is uh got me quite excited uh anyways back to the back back to the band did you pull more because you got it early enough so that that was the end of my 30 uh pulls that i had saved up i then pulled for her light cone yes and i did manage to get her light cone but it did take 71 pulls for her so her light cone was much more elusive than uh her self <laughs> <laughs> than herself yes yes so her light cone was not so friendly but it is really really good i don't know what it does so um i have it in front of me so it increases the damage dealt by the wearer by 24 percent after every attack uh launched by the wearer their speed increases by 4.8 percent stacking up to three times if the wearer hits an enemy, the tar- um, an enemy target that is not affected by a road, there's a 100% base chance to inflict a road to the target. Enemies with a road are also considered to be shocked and will receive lightning DOT at the start of each turn equal to 60% of the wearer's attack lasting one turn. That was a lot. It's a lot of information. So um, basically, 24... 24- how about this? You can explain it to them, and I'm going to read it, because I don't understand that. Okay, so there is a 24% damage buff. Mm -hmm. Every time the wearer basically does damage, up to three times, they're going to get a stack of 4.8% move speed. Mm -hmm. So you're talking a maximum of 14.4%, or a 14.4%, an extra, oh no, that's percent. Oh, that's even better. Never mind. You're, you're getting a good bit of movement speed because she, spoiler alert, probably is going to run speed boots. Um, and uh, then also on top of all of that, when she hits an enemy, if the enemy doesn't have this special type of dot, uh-huh. she basically throws this extra dot on there that does 60% of her attack as damage once. Huh. So it is quite a lot. Um, yeah, it is quite the high value five star light cone. I can imagine that goes with her kit. My question is, why is it after every attack? I'm glad you asked that. Now <laughs> let's go into let's go into her kit. Why don't we? Okay, let's go. All right. So um, at the basis of her kit, as everyone I'm sure is aware, she is a dot centric unit. Her right. whole kit is designed to basically enhance dot teams and. Mm-hmm basically be the gears that make the dot team work right Mm -hmm. so she's got a basic attack irrelevant it's the normal basic attack you're never you're never using that on her right um so her skill uh caressing moonlight it deals lightning damage this is at level one Mm -hmm. equal to 80 percent of her attack to a target enemy and lightning damage equal to 30 percent of her attack to enemies adjacent to it if the target enemy is currently receiving dot all dots currently placed on that enemy immediately produce damage equal to 60% of their original damage. Does it get rid of the dot? No. Oh. It just procs all of them. Huh. 
So basically, bam, you've just inserted an extra round of dots. It doesn't consume their dots. It doesn't consume the turn of them. It just does And this dot is damage. just her skill. That's just her skill. So what, what does her ult do? So her ult, it deals a lightning damage equal to 48% of her attack to all enemies with a 100% base chance to for enemies hit to become shocked and immediately take damage from their current shock state. Hmm. Uh, equal to 80% of its original damage. Shocks last for two turns. While shocked, enemies receive lightning DOT equal to 116% of her attack at the beginning of each turn. And keep in mind, this is also at level one. Hmm. Now, this has a talent upgrade uh, that when the ultimate is used, the enemy targets now receive damage immediately from all dot sources instead of just shocked. For the skill or the For the ultimate. So the, wait, I'm confused. Okay, the so the ult normally would only trigger all the, shocks. Oh, so, so her skill it also triggers becomes, every dot. So basically it gets it to the point where her ult also triggers everything just like Correct, the skill. Correct, but her ult triggers them for more of the damage than the skill does. Oh, yeah, you're right. While also huh. applying shock. That seems like a good talent. Her ult, her ult also applies shock. Right. So that's so not that her talent. that seems like a really good... It's a very good ult. Yeah. It's, it's well, with the talent upgrade, right? Or is that... The, with the talent upgrade, yes. correct. The talent upgrade seems really good. The talent upgrade is critical depending on who you're running her with. We'll go over who you can run her with in a minute. I'm already thinking of two people, specifically. So there's two and three actually there's people. three, but mainly two. But you're going to pick two, right? Because you're going to want some I, sort of survivability yeah. unit. Um, so her talent is after an ally after an ally of Kafka's uses a basic attack on an enemy target, Kafka immediately launches one follow-up attack and deals lightning damage equal to 42% of her attack to that target with a 100% base chance to inflict shock equivalent to that applied by her ultimate to the attacked enemy target for two turns. The effect can be triggered one time per turn. Wait, how does it trigger? Okay, so if you have one of her allies use their mm -hmm. basic attack on an enemy, yeah. she follows up and shoots the enemy with the same chance of her it's ult. It's just a basic? It's any basic. Oh, wow. She then follows up, attacks them, and throws her ult dot on them. Oh, the wow. The really damaging ult dot. Yeah. Now, I believe... Her last talent that I haven't talked about um, increases the base chance for target enemies to get shocked by her ultimate or the technique or the uh, talent triggered follow-up attack by 30%. So she even gets additional chance on top of this 100% base chance. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't need much effect hit rate. Now, what's her technique? Since her technique is she basically starts a fight and then at the start of the fight, she deals lightning damage equal to 50% of her attack to all enemies with a 100% base chance to inflict her ult shock on all of them. Huh. So she's one who wants to start the fight off with her technique, right? You're going to want to lead the fight with her. Yeah. Because it's very strong. So what's nested in all of this is a character who can apply her own dots, triggers them immediately triggers your friendly character's dots immediately and just you get this huge package that just throws more and more dots on there that causes a lot of extra damage right yeah and because she's procking all of these dots you're able to accelerate the dot damage table 
So you're no longer relying on how fast your enemies go. You're able to start going off of how fast Kafka goes. Hence why speed is so impactful. Because her. it's basically as long as she can go. Because she if can she can them. keep going, she can keep procking your dots extra times. Yeah. So the faster she goes than the enemy, the more extra durations the more, of your yeah, dots Yeah, because you, you don't want the dots to go away. You want to keep stacking Correct. Them. Because the more you stack, the more she can skill on them. And then Correct. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So she's a I can see why that would be. So good. she's a very skill point negative character because she right. works like your main DPS units assume, where she wants to always use her skill. I would assume for teammates it would be Sampo. Correct. And Serval. Correct. They are the first two that come to mind. But my thing is I'm pretty sure they're both skill point negative. So Right? It varies, right? So the the thing with Sampo is his skill just kinda does bouncing damage. It doesn't actually apply a dot. His whole thing that apply his whole way he applies dots is breaking them with wind, which applies wind, oh. which applies wind shear. His ult. Now let me triple check this because I'm not yes. the biggest Sampo and unit. If you're wondering why I'm wondering about this, it's because I don't have Sampo, so and I don't I, believe. I'm not quite sure what he does, but Zane's looking him up. So, because I always thought his skill was what was triggering the. His skill is just a bounce thing? Yeah, so his skill just basically deals damage equal to his attack uh, and then bounces an extra four times or five times if you have a certain idol on. His ultimate basically... This is why you 100% want Sampo is his ult. His ult okay. does win damage to all enemies with a 100% base chance to increase the target's dot taken. Dot damage taken by t a percentage for two turns. So it increases the dot. So dots. he puts a dot vulnerability on them. So Correct. So he escalates dot damage. So that would mean if you used his ult, then used Kafka's, when she hits the, all those, those all dots, those it dots would explode, more? it would do even more damage. Well, they don't explode because they don't explode. Still they do there. an extra tick, basically. Oh, it goes through a... It doesn't use a tick, but it's like it adds an extra tick and immediately uses it. Right, it just does the damage without right. actually affecting I believe. the dots That is all. my current understanding of it. Okay. Now, if I we're could wrong, be mistaken. If we're wrong, if we're wrong, we apologize. I will find out and I will uh, say so in the next video. But my current understanding of it, from what I could tell from my like two practice runs on the thing, was that I don't believe it uses the tick. Okay. I, I don't think it counts. I, and that's the way it reads as well, right? Because it just says that uh, if the hit, tar if the target enemy is currently receiving DOT, all DOTs currently placed on that enemy immediately produce damage equal to sixty percent of their original of their original damage. Hmm. So it doesn't sound like it uses one of the ticks of it, right? It just right. says they immediately does... do damage equal to a percentage of what the damage is. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it uses... It doesn't sound like it's using... It doesn't sound like it's burning up the dots. It Correct. sounds like it's just dealing the dots and then leaving the dots to deal damage anyways. Mm-hmm. So if anything, it's just doubling the damage with every... Well, well not doubling, right? Because you're only doing 60%. Yeah. It's just uh, dealing a lot. Notably, every time you level up the skill, it appears to go up by about one. It goes up by one percent the first time. Who mm -hmm. knows what it'll actually scale up to? Yeah. Um, but it's just a lot of damage, and the reason you want Sampo is that ult, right? Because he's gonna make it do even more damage. Yep. Um, so you can use Sampo's skill if they're weak to but win. But he can be skill point positive. 
Sample can be you because know, you don't have to. Use it's his not skill. like a necessary. It's not like correct. You need to use his skill. His skill is nice, but it's not necessary. Serval's is probably a little bit more right, necessary. Serval's skill is what applies shock. Right? Correct, because Serval's skill applies shock, and that's what you want is the shock. You want as many dots as possible. But right. shocks are better, or does it not matter? It doesn't matter once you get that talent. Okay. So it matters until you get that what first level or is second. That talent? I'm not sure because I, I can't. I can't. Oh wait, hold on. I can tell. Hold on. I was about to say. Um, it's the first talent. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we'll get that quick. The last talent is the extra thirty uh, percent chance for all of Kafka's personal dots to shock dots to trigger. What do you mean? Her her last talent increases the base chance for enemies to get shocked from her ultimate. Talent oh, it just increases technique. the base chance. Okay. Correct. Yeah. By What's the second three. one? And the second one um, says if an enemy is defeated while shocked, she regenerates five energy. That's good. So there's another shock value. Yeah. value. So, you know, Serval is obviously infamous for, you know, dealing shock, applying shocked. Her ult extends the duration of shocked. Yeah. So her and Kafka are like made to be together, right? Yeah. For lightning weak enemies just cry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they die. They they die uh very fast. Then add Jing Yuan onto the team. Ting Yun. <laughs> just who needs survivability. Lightning. Just just kill them all. Just damage. Yeah. Um, kill them before they kill you. And then the last character who could do some dot things is Luca. Um, oh yeah, that's right. So, he's the new four-star character. Right. Um, I don't know practically anything besides he's a normal bleeder. Like, he correct. applies bleed. Correct. So, uh, his skill um, is he deals physical damage equal to, once again, I have a level uh, one talent. 60% of his attack to a single enemy target. In addition, there's a 100% base chance to inflict bleed on them for three turns. While bleeding, mm -hmm. the enemy takes 24% uh, of their max HP as physical dot. At the start of each turn, this damage will not exceed more than 130% of his attack. So, the health... Huh. So, obviously, attack scaling, he deals more, but he also deals more damage to tankier enemies, so he's better against bosses, worse against mobs. Right. So, I feel like he and Sampo would swap out, kind of. Maybe. Um, maybe. Or maybe so, him and Serval? So, his ult um, is he receives two stacks of Fighting Will... Well, 100% base chance to uh, increase a single enemy target's damage received by 12% for three turns, then deals physical damage equal to 198% of his attack to the target. Hmm. Now, let's find out what uh, that fighting will does. Is After uh, Luca uses his basic attack, direct punch... Uh, what is direct? Direct is punch the... is the name of his basic attack. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, or skill... Lacerating Fist, which is the name of his skill. Mm -hmm. uh, he receives one stack of Fighting Will up to four stacks. When he has two or more stacks of Fighting Will, his basic attack direct punch is enhanced to Sky Shatter Fist. <laughs> After his uh, enhanced basic attack, rising... What? Rising <laughs> Uppercut? Hold on, can I see? What? What is all... Why are there so many different Wait, names? I can just pull it up on my phone. Who am I? Why are there so many different names? Hold on. Um, I'm opening this up, too, because I'm going to also try to help him understand this. Because uh, I think I can pull this up, right? Oh. Somewhere. Consume two stack. So, the Sky Shatter Fist 
Consumes two stacks of Fighting Will. First, it uses Direct Punch to deal three hits, each with dealing physical damage equal to 10% of his attack to a single target. Then, he uses Rising Uppercut to, uh, to deal one hit of physical damage equal to 40% of his attack to a single enemy target. Wait, so what's Rising Uppercut? The last part of it. I don't know why they didn't just say after he uses his enhanced basic attack. Oh, because it says after his enhanced basics attacked Rising Uppercut. Because it's a part of it. Because That's it's a part bizarre. of it. Yeah. It's, anyways, sorry. Oh, no, it's in, it's in there. Then uses Rising right. Uppercut. I just hadn't read the enhanced part of the basic attack. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so after after he uses the end of his basic attack, like the last hit... um. It just does more damage. Hits a bleeding, if it hits a bleeding target, the bleed status will immediately deal damage for one time equal to 68% of the original damage to the target. Ooh. And at the start of the battle, he starts with one stack of this. So he... This is interesting. He kind of has like a mini Kafka thing. So he's like, if you don't get a Kafka... He, yeah, he seems not he like he can kind of do it for physical. For that. He feels like he would more just be good on his own, just for damage, like yeah. like a semi decent damage dealer. He he applies, you know, a single target damage multiplier, so vulnerability, right? Right. Um, it's just I feel like there's probably better units. I mean, I don't know, I don't know what his eidolons necessarily do. I haven't spent that much time looking into him because Kafka. This yes, cool. this just came out today as we're recording yeah. this, so I haven't even looked at these. <laughs> um, so. And, you know, Kafka's just sweet and all, and yeah. I, I only have one copy of Luca, and he's level 20, so I haven't used him. Um, yeah. And, um, but, uh, so we'll see what his numbers end up looking like. He could be really good if his numbers are good, uh, but at least for, like, Reading-wise, it feels like maybe he's filling more of a sub-DPS role that can also slightly increase the damage of your main DPS unit. Yeah. Um, obviously, he could fit on this the, dot uh, team dot if you team. need yeah. physical dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Because, you know, they could just not be weak to wind, and then Sampo is just not so hot anymore. Um, I mean, he's still really good, don't get me wrong, but maybe if they're weak to physical and not weak to wind, he, he's better than Sampo. There, there's a world. I could see it. Well, something I just noticed is that his... It looks like his first bonus ability makes it to where he can dispel buffs. Interesting. Which I did not know. And that makes his skill even better. <laughs> That's actually kind of crazy. The other two don't seem... No, the other two don't seem fantastic. But that first one, being able to dispel buffs, that's a big deal. So, yeah. Because think about... um, Because, right, we had that with Luocha and... um, Pella? Pella, yeah, that's... Yeah, the real thing is, how many buffs do we care about dispelling right now? Well, the main thing I'm thinking of is the Mara General. Mara Struck. Just the general, just because the general. you can hit the general with that, get and rid then he of doesn't the, the lifesteal lance, and mm-hmm. then not worry about the... That is true. So it can help you focus on whatever But the general is weak to imaginary, right? So yes. you're probably just using Locha to do that. Right, but if you don't have or Locha, this Pella is a permanent option you can get. Or Pella to do right. that, right? Because he's also weak to ice, and he's not weak to physical. Okay, that... True. I, yes. <laughs> just just thoughts here. But obviously, as we progress through the game, more it's enemies are going to be introduced. Enemies are going to inevitably have stronger and stronger buffs right. that become more We may more even more see a point where like one buff all of a sudden just adds all this random stuff to it. Right, where like all of a sudden 
cleansing buffs on your opponent is like extremely relevant yeah. and then he becomes way better right. um because the other de- the other dot damage dealers don't cleanse buffs right they just don't that just wouldn't be on your team so this so this is a way to bring it in without having Locha on your team basically right if you didn't get Luocha. or if you just I didn't feel get like Luocha will just be for the time being just the best healer in the game and yeah. like one of the best utilities yeah, he just kind it's of has just, everything. Well, uh, uh, yeah, he's good. I could talk about it for a bit, but, you know. But, yeah. So, <laughs> basically, so, why does getting Kafka matter so much? Well, like we're saying, now your dot team is able to go much faster. Your dot team right. is able to build the, uh, the normal speed builds that allow you to progress throughout MOC faster. You're mm-hmm. able to hit those speed breakpoints, and you're no longer reliant on your enemies going in order to actually kill them right not only that but now all your dots that are doing these really large amounts of damage are doing even more damage right. because you're triggering them repeatedly i almost want to say you can make an interesting team if you pull out maybe pull out sampo and put welton as someone slow to the slow enemies. them down mm-hmm. because i feel like if you could get in prison on the team as well and then you lose luocha as your healer mm-hmm. you get some like well, actually, Locho would just be for the skill points, not really for the rest. I mean, yeah, Locho's but for skill points well and sustain. With, with Kafka, it seems good. Bronya with Kafka seems like that would be good. Yeah. Just extra turns. Obviously, you know, because then you're getting... The, the question would be, is Kafka dealing the dot damage, or is the characters who applied the dot dealing the damage, because Bronya buffs could potentially make this really broken... If it's, I would think it would be only the character who applied the buff is dealing the damage, so she'd only get Branya damage buffs for procking the dots on her own dots. But these are the things that you know, Ooh, depending on how know. it's coded, yeah. could be really broken because yeah. if it counts as Kafka detonating these dots and well, not detonating, you know, triggering right. this extra dot damage, then. All of a sudden, you've got like a seventy percent damage bonus on every single one of these triggers, yeah, and then all of a sudden you're know. going like through all this crazy stuff. I don't know how that would work, but are dots set the, when they're set, or is I don't it know. like when they go to trigger? I don't know. And that's that's some of the things that I would have to kind of theory craft, and you know, right? You would mess around. Set, mess I'm sure around it'll with be and on test. the internet soon enough. Yeah. So that that's some of the things the the questions going into it that like depending on how some of these interactions work you know her viability with some other units gets enhanced even further right obviously just the fact that Branya lets her go twice is already really good yeah because now you're triggering your dots two extra times well I think that's the same reason what would be good right is because you slow them down enough to where they just can't go Correct. and then you can naturally but go more. that almost is bad with dots right because dots you want the enemy to go. Because they normally have multiple yeah, durations of turns. But so, with Kafka, it's an exception because she does... Yeah. If you can keep stacking dots, just stack, 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 mm. stack, stack. Yep. And then explode, explode, explode. Yeah. yeah it's a, that's a fair there, point. There's, there's some that. interesting angles to all of it. And it allows you to build it lots of different ways. Because, like, as yeah. you can see, there's the maybe you want the enemies to go really slow. Or maybe you just want Kafka to go a whole lot of times. Mm-hmm. Or... But there's unique ways to do this now where all of a sudden the answer isn't, okay, I have to let the enemies go. I can't throw imaginary on this team at all because it just yeah. kills it or quantum on the team because it just kills it. Yeah. Now they're 
potentially viable. Who knows? Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. The other thing, um, I, I had this thought today of a cool new type of dot that they could add. Okay. Would be frostbite for ice, which yeah, that's has cool. a special mechanic that if the enemy is frozen at the start of their turn, it breaks the frozen and lets the enemy go, but it does double the dot damage. Huh. Yeah, I feel like that's an interesting concept idea. I don't know. It would be maybe something that like one character had. or I don't know. It, it's just something I one thought would be cool. Weight. It's like a Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just something I thought would be cool, right? Because ideally you get dots on every single, of every single element right. type, right? So we already have burn, we have wind shear, we have shock. Right. Um, I don't think I'm The only things one. that don't burn are what? Oh, and we've got bleed. So the only yeah. ones that don't are it's ice, imaginary, imaginary and, and ice. Yeah. Yeah. So the question is, will all those elements get a dot at some point? And what would those dots be? I don't know. And how would they well, work? Well, if they're going to add dots to those, then theoretically, at some point, they would add a non-dot for the others. Right? Well, no, I'm not talking about a break effect. I'm talking about a character that applies some oh, type of dot. of that class that still Correct. applies dots. So, like, the whole the whole gimmick yeah. would be you can break them with ice to apply the freeze so that then your dot Yeah, because we don't damage. have any characters from those classes that are that dot dealers deal at all. deal dot damage at all. Correct. Because what would that even look like? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, It's I just an interesting thought, right? Because... You're not limited to what the break effect is for what they can necessarily right. do. Interesting. So it's just an interesting thought. Yeah. Um. But anyways, we. I feel like I've been rambling on about Kafka for a while now. <laughs> uh, needless to say, I like her. She. Yeah. Uh, she's cool. Her animations are great. Uh, and she's good. Mm. <laughs> oh, there is one thing I did notice a comment on our last episode. Someone, let me pull it up so I'm not misquoting. Someone said that they did name drop the Lord Ravengers numerous times. Oh, did before they? Before the big appearance. I don't really? know if I'm just oblivious. How did I miss that? Well, I, the thing I, is, like, I wouldn't have been paying attention to it. I mean, maybe it was so subtle maybe that like, was, I like, just missed it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of curious about looking this up now. Yeah. Because I'm like, what? I did not even... I didn't realize that. Then I guess they were really good at doing it subtly. Because like so I, subtle. I was reading the lore yeah. like pretty actively like reading the story pretty actively and i i just right you read it, it. Cl- more, definitely clearer than i did at yes. least up to this at least up to as far as i've gone <laughs> well i've read the recent stuff a bit more mm-hmm. because i kind of at first when i got the game was just burning through story just to like get genuine <laughs> yeah get gems so i could get characters yes but i don't know i maybe it was something like while antimatter was on heard a space station maybe they talked about it maybe i don't know i don't know i'd have to look into we'd have i'm to l- sure it's in there somewhere. yeah i'm curious about that though i mean it would make sense right it's yeah. just they did it in such a way that it just didn't catch my attention the same way some of the fatui harbingers did i suppose because you know they're talking about that's the fatui- genshin right correct okay so like, in genshin what? like their main like bad guy group that right. serves the main boss is the fatui harbingers they talk about them all the time, but you also see them a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, now, this could just be a form of introduction, though. And it could. Because now that we've seen one, we might see more. Now, now it's... Now it's like, oh, if something else pops up, now we have a base of reference. Right. Is it another one of these Ravagers? Right. 
what form are they taking this time? What do they do? Although, to be honest, if it's as hard as the one was this time, I'm not really that worried. <laughs> because it wasn't that difficult. Yeah, the boss fight isn't the original too bad. One. I'm sure the echo is painful at the high levels because of how yeah. long it is. Echo's not that bad. I haven't really done it. As long so. as you've got cleansing, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't have the cleansing, you kind of lose half your health bar if the plants go. Yeah, that's um, Apply that debuff, and then... She can kind of just one-shot your characters from there. Mm, enjoyable. Because she goes, like, two or three times in a row. Oh, it, I remember that at the end, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the third how, stage. That's how I kind of lost. Yep. Yep. Well, that's how I got to the final cutscene, at least. So, it's not hard as long as you've got some cleansing. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, you get Natasha for free, right? So, as long as you have, yeah. like, a Natasha on your team or something, you're fine. But uh, it's a very interesting fight. But, uh, like you said, if it's that level of difficulty, it's not going to be so bad. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm like, bring it on. But also, you know, I'm Locha sure it'll get difficult. Ju- Locha did also Diffic- just drop and we were more difficult. Yeah. Um, but, uh, also Locha did just drop. He's like perfectly designed to do it and you were running Locha right. on your team, were you not? So that kind of makes it a bit more. That's true. <laughs> I also feel like there's a good chance... After a bit, we could see maybe a spike in difficulty. It, it could story happen because I feel like right now it's not super difficult. It's mainly what comes after the story that Correct. is for the more. It's going to be interesting stuff. to see because you know, turn-based games go one of two ways: they either stay at the same difficulty basically mm. the whole time, or they get progressively harder. Um, or Genshi- it could spike. Or it could spike. Yeah, FGO is uh, notorious for that one. Uh, yeah, Camelot. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Genshin, they purposefully don't up the difficulty at all in any of the story. Yeah, okay. If they didn't so, for Genshin, I'm not. I can't really imagine that they're going to up it but so much for right, the story. Because the story, they want people to enjoy. It's basically not feel like, only oh. the spiral abyss that gets upped every single time. Right. I'm sure we'll see which MOC. Which makes me think that MOC will continuously right. get more challenging. I'm content. just. I hope they add something where it's like you can build. It matters more how you build your team, and there isn't just a bunch of random buffs. Because <laughs> I feel like the the buffs part is what I don't like about MOC. Well, they're gonna keep that, unfortunately. I know they they always fine. keep that to benefit whatever. And I the like the fact that it constantly is. rotates. Yeah, it basically whatever the newest five star is, they're gonna have a buff in there that incentivizes right, you to have that right. five star. Um, that's yeah. just that's just how it works. Marketing. Yeah, I mean marketing at its finest, right? I really had to buy this character to PMOC. Yeah, because it totally doesn't require a whole lot of resources that only <laughs> no. just came out that passion for <laughs> to get oh, the character man. to its greatest final form. But, uh, you know, yeah. But uh, MOC is, that's one of the selling points of the characters. Is yeah. It makes them look even more broken than they already are. Because they're inevitably going to be good. But uh, One thing I actually would like to see is them adding more light cones to the light cone shop in MOC. Yeah, that would be I just nice. don't find myself buying any of them because I'm like... I don't really know if any of these are worth buying. Yeah, outside of breakfast, none of them right. are particularly and I have great. Them up. Yeah, and if uh, you already have an R five, is it R five? Hold on, S five superimposition. <laughs> Sorry, R5. not five. R R five is refinement from Genshin. Oh, Sorry. okay, okay. Super. You're good, you're good. If you have an S five breakfast, right? Unless you have two characters who want breakfast, none of the yeah. others are really. That I mean, fun. honestly, I might invest into that soon because i yeah. need a better light cone for my qq at the moment you know there breakfast is good because it is damage percent 
you know, eat your breakfast. Yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm look pulling up the uh, Lakekins now. And I'm still on the board for playable pom pom at some point. That'd be amazing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Just, I. Ultimate is hitting them with a train. <laughs> Just run them over. The Star Rail Express crashes into them. Boom! <laughs> it explodes. Guess what? You're dead. <laughs> Who needs to go anywhere when you can just crash? That'd be express. so amazing. I uh, would love to see that. That would be a great April Fool's joke. April Fool's? Hey guys, new character. <laughs> Guess what? It's Pom Pom. And his, his ult is a train. <laughs> All aboard the, the Astral... Express. Oh, that'd be great! Imagine it plays like the um, the pulling animation, but then the train it doesn't stop it; it just keeps going. <laughs> and it just turns, pom pom just turns, and it's like, huh? And then it just crashes into the enemies. Oh, that'd be amazing! That is so great. I yeah. would love to see that. That is that is a good one. I will say, um, for Kafka user or uh, pullers, Fermata from the Light Cone Shop is actually pretty good. Um, it increases your break effect, um, or increases the break effect dealt by the wearer by 16% and increases the damage to, um, to enemies afflicted with shock or wind shear by 16%. It also applies to dots. Superimposition 5, it's 32% on both statistics. So that is actually a pretty good free-to-play nihility. There tends to be a decent free-to-play option for most things. There does. Um... Don't run before the tutorial mission starts. I'm sorry, it's just not for that. Kafka. For Kafka. I'm yeah. sorry, it's just not well, that Well, her thing isn't about hitting... Correct. Because she already has high chance of hitting this. She stuff. starts with a 100% chance on all right. of them. Uh, between her talent, which adds an extra 30 or at 130, her uh, tree She's already gives got her plenty some effect of effect hit rate. hit rate built in. Correct. She's pretty much good to go. You'll probably get a few statistics on your relics here and there and you'll be good to go. Right. So... Yeah. I would, I would not recommend that. Focus more on the dots. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. All right, that's it, guys. If you'd like to reach out to us, feel free to email us at astralexpresschat at gmail.com. Yeah, that's right. Feel free to reach out. Anyways, we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.